Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today discussing Matthew Stafford. He's going to be on the open market, Sam. Where could Matthew Stafford land? It's all brought to you by DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PFF to enter the free $55 million Super Bowl prediction challenge. Everyone gets an instant prize up to $25,000 just for playing. So use promo code PFF right now and enter the free $55 million Super Bowl challenge only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55. Terms and conditions and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, and Pennsylvania only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right, Sam, the news came down Saturday night. Matthew Stafford and the Lions are mutually parting ways. Apparently, this was in the works before Dan Campbell showed up to take over as the head coach of the Lions. He knew what he was getting into. So the Lions in complete rebuilding mode. Matthew Stafford looking for a new home. You wrote the article over at PFF.com. First off, what are we getting with Matthew Stafford and where could he potentially land? Yeah, it probably also explains part of why Dan Campbell's getting that six-year deal in Detroit. You know, they obviously understood that this was going to be a significant rebuild the second they're moving on from Matthew Stafford. Um, The what are we getting in Matthew Stafford, I think, is a fascinating question in and of itself because on the main PFF podcast, I have referred to him before as a potential coach killer of a quarterback, a little bit like Jay Cutler, a guy who... You know, the potential, the ceiling is seen as so immeasurably huge because of his huge arm and pretty impressive athleticism. And he's got all of the tools and he's flashed periods where he's looked amazing, but he just never puts it together for a full season. And 2019, the half year of that incredible play we saw that year was the closest we've got. Um, But we never see it. Now, the question is, Look at the coaches he's had and the sequence of defensive-minded head coaches. He's never been paired with a great offensive-minded guy. Can that produce that kind of um, season out of him, or is this just who he is? I I think you were a little too extreme calling him a coach killer. I get what you were saying, though. I think you, you know, I use the word mid-tier a lot when we talk about quarterbacks, and, you know, guys in the middle tier can give you a, you know, wide range of outcomes so to speak based off of what you have around them and I think Stafford has certainly been a middle tier quarterback during his his time uh you know we've graded his entire career back to 2009 I mean he's essentially year in year out QB 10 through 15 I think and I think that's a fair place to put him which again can statistically end up in a a wide range and record wise can end up in a wide range he certainly had years where he's ranked in the top 10 but I look at his grades back to 2016 and I see consistency I see five straight years grading between 77 and 83 so now you have a guy I think has been pretty consistent at this point in his career early in his career he had ups and downs he was all over the place you know had some accuracy issues early had some big years with Calvin Johnson but I think he settled down and my biggest thing was that 2019 season you saw him throwing down the ball down the field a little bit more he has that ability so I would like to see him in a place that's going to allow him to attack, use that big arm, use the special talent that he has. And, you know, Detroit's tapped into it a little bit. It just never really resulted in wins over the last couple of years. I do agree that he has been consistently good. Um, and that is important because there's a lot of teams out there and the most obvious uh, candidates for his services have not had consistently good quarterback play. So whether you think 
the Matthew Stafford we see right now is as good as he's ever going to get. That is a significant upgrade for a lot of teams who would be in the market for his services. But the problem is, you know, you listed those grades consistently between 77 and, and 82, 83, but that's as good as he ever gets. Like, he never approaches that 90 barrier of the elite quarterbacks. He's He's had consistently worse grades in his career than a Matt Ryan, who's usually seen as the sort of top uh, quarterback of that mid-tier guys. So I, I think it's probably worth, you know, bearing in mind that Matthew Stafford might not have this incredible upside that people think he has, but critically, he's going to be a good quarterback, and almost there's almost nowhere he can wind up where he's going to look like a bad version of himself. And that's where you start to get some interesting destinations because a team like the Denver Broncos, who have been trying to find this quarterback solution since the retirement of Peyton Manning, the Broncos, I think, did the right thing in surrounding Drew Locke with a ton of young, talented playmakers. But Drew Locke was so bad this year that they're almost in this like death spiral of um, unfulfilled potential. All these young guys, the quarterback, the receivers are dropping all the passes that did actually arrive to them. Now you're in this concerning situation of, well, Drew Locke might not be the answer and he might be dragging everybody else down with him. So we need to bring in a Matthew Stafford to fix it. Let's go through some of the other teams that you mentioned uh, in your article. Denver Broncos, uh, one of them. Uh, I'll mention them in a second. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts, I think, are the team. And I, I think the way they've built their team, I think Stafford going to Indy would be perfect. You also listed the Washington football team, the Patriots, and yeah. the Chicago Bears, which, yeah, the Bears being in the division, you know, you have to trade Stafford, and you usually don't see that, although the Patriots traded Drew Bledsoe within the division to the Buffalo Bills back in the day. The Eagles traded Donovan McNabb within the division to uh, Washington back in the day, but that's usually guys that you thought were done, so I don't see the Bears yeah. being the team. I think the Colts are the team, though, Sam. The Colts, yeah, the Colts is the one that makes the most sense, and therefore I don't like it. It's just too easy. It's too neat. I, no, I'm not. I'm not having it. I, I want some I'm more interest way. in I'm the going, decision. Yeah, neat Colts. Um, that's it's the the Colts have built an incredible roster, and they are. And we've talked about this on the main pod too. Just go one year quarterback, one year at a time with all these yeah. veteran quarterbacks, and continue to upgrade. They went from Brissett to Rivers to Stafford. That's an upgrade, and they have the roster to make another little playoff push. The Colts are the team, I think, that might be the most desperate to make it happen because, you know, Rivers was that guy this year. He did get them to the playoffs, and then he retired, so now they need another Rivers. So they need some kind of answer. I could definitely see the Colts being the one to push. The Patriots, I think, would be fascinating, though, because I don't think New England wants to blow this whole thing up and do a giant rebuild from the ground up. I think Bill Belichick would love the chance to throw a band-aid on this and try and like you know repair things quickly and and try and sort of patch together another playoff team with a viable quarterback and they have the salary cap space to make some receiver moves to bring somebody with him because Matthew Stafford like on Kenny his Galladay. own yes Matthew Stafford on his own with that group of receivers right now is not going to fix all of your problems Matthew Stafford with a free agent Kenny Galladay now you're cooking yeah, so I agree with you on the Patriots situation. On paper right now, it's not intriguing. Hey, Matthew, come throw it in to kill Harry and an aging Julian Edelman. It's not appealing. But when you match with uh, with Bill Belichick, and remember that old famous quote from Patriots coaches, hypothetically, they were saying, hey, if you give us a, a top 15 quarterback, we feel like we're good enough you know, to, to win year in, year out. That's what they said early 
back in the day when 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 they didn't realize I don't think maybe how good Tom Brady really was uh, you saw last year below average quarterback play from Cam Newton and, and they struggled uh, plus you know the supporting cast they have the money as you said to revamp that that supporting cast and upgrade to Matthew Stafford who fits that bill give us a top you know 10 to 15 quarterback and we'll make him something I could see Belichick looking at Stafford saying okay I can work with that and uh, and improve that team uh, what about the Washington football team that you mentioned on there too? A bit of a different situation. They don't have the best playmakers in the world, but they have Terry McLaurin. And then, look, if you just attack that spot a little bit, uh, you know, might make it a little bit more appealing for Stafford. They need to make something happen at the quarterback position. I mean, they made the playoffs. Now, granted, a huge part of that was the ineptitude of the NFC East. But remember, their head coach was dealing with cancer for half the year. Like, they are a good football team but they don't have an answer at quarterback. Alex Smith was a, a phenomenal comeback story, but like he's not the future. Dwayne Haskins, he already released. Kyle Allen is no answer to anything. And Taylor Heineke looked phenomenal for one game, but that's like basically his entire career. So they need to make some kind of move with quarterback to uh, come into a team that is a playoff team right now. And, you know, Stafford is one of those available options. I want to circle back to the Broncos because I think on paper with Cortland Sutton coming back with Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, the way they have built that group of receivers, it doesn't have to be Stafford and bring a buddy along. The buddies right. are already there and just they have to play in a division with Patrick Mahomes Stafford. Plus look, we're going to unleash you. We're going to try to score 35 points a game. That's going to be our goal. I'm intrigued by potentially that matchup with the Broncos. I think it's Colts and Broncos would be my favorites to see Stafford for next season. I do love the Denver one, and also because uh, because they now need to... It's no longer just about Drew Locke. It's about the effect that Drew Locke is having on the young playmakers that they surrounded him with. Like, he is starting to drag them down, at which point you need to cut bait with Drew Locke immediately for the sake of everybody else. I want to wrap it up really quick with the long shots that you threw out there. The Houston Texans, just because they happen to be shopping Deshaun Watson, would ha- right. potentially would have to be in the mix. The San Francisco 49ers, a lot of rumors. The Kyle Shanahan wants to move on from Jimmy G. And then the Pittsburgh Steelers. Their whole roster is falling apart. We don't know what Big Ben has left. They're long shots, but they are at least in the mix and I'm sure are making at least you know the phone call to Detroit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think those three teams at least have, and they have the opportunity. All right, check it out, pff.com. Where is Matthew Stafford going to go? A top 10 to 15 caliber quarterback hits the open market. It's the PFF, NFL Daily. NFL Daily.